So what time is it there? It's morning. You haven't. You just nine o'clock. Up. I just. I o'clock. just did the school drop off. School drop off. You're my first meetup of the day. Yes. All right. Fresh as a daisy. You had a better sleep than last time. I definitely did. Right. Yeah. yeah. So we're but off to a good start because I was up reading a book about Catholicism and Protestantism until midnight. Oh man! So did you? By the time I hit the hay, I was just like. Did you get that email I sent you about uh, Taylor Marshall's latest uh, thing? That was hilarious. No, but I watched that and I was like, that dude is on breaking point. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm about, <laughs> I think we need to issue a public statement about just don't don't go there. You know, the Taylor yeah, Marshall don't reference. Don't watch that episode because it gets a bit uncomfortable. Oh, dude. What was it about again? Well, it's basically about the resignation of Pope Benedict. Oh, that's you it. Know, just yeah, so that's it. But I love the the, the prayer. The prayer of the rosary. What the mysterious prayer of the third uh, light within yeah. the heart of the. I love it. Like rosary. this is this is where we contemplate on Jesus being whipped, and this is about sexual purity. And I'm like, dude, okay, so like, messed this up. Is, I don't know, but you know, um, all sorts of interesting things mm-hmm. come out, um, because you know, again, for the sake of listeners, yeah, I don't even go to him. If I want to find out a Catholic viewpoint on something, like if there it's are sort of like the equivalent of the go, it's like the Joe engage. Rogan show. You know, it's like if you're either going to go Joe Rogan or you're going to go Taylor Marshall. Yeah, it's like much of the muchness. But the, um, what he's good for is just giving you the scandal. <laughs> yeah, like that's he, give, true. he he updates you with all that's wrong with Roman Catholicism. Yeah. Like he does it for you. He does. Like so so if I go to write, uh, basically the whole tragedy. Is, and I really don't want to talk about this the whole episode. So let's no, let's no, make no, sure no. to curtail it. If anyone's listening, don't worry. It's gonna not going to be another Roman Catholic episode. All right. No. I know. No one's even complained, but I'm complaining. I'm, I'm sending an email to myself. I'm All done right. with Catholicism, bro. Yeah. All right, little investigation over is over. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed it because that was it. It's over. It's like the mug's totally changed now. Look at that. It's magic. magic. Just like Harry Potter. <laughs> um, so as I understand it, the... Uh, the whole thing with Pope Benedict um, resigning was that yeah. this is like, dude, you just don't do that. You don't resign as Pope. You don't. First one ever. You don't hand time. that over like a like a you know pass it along like a rugby ball. And at the end of the day, that uh, has sent some superstitious shockwaves because effectively it kind of does, although it doesn't break the succession. <laughs> thing it's like a very weird scenario was it, what was he saying about lightning striking the vatican like the day i haven't i haven't watched it i haven't seen it i got that oh email. you haven't seen no, it no i haven't seen it I, I just i just thought i'd flick you the email because the 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 title of the podcast episode looked so manic um oh, man i wish i could Mike, find it, was, it i tell you what though genuinely without any any hints of of sarcasm or anything like that it was painful to watch because the, he's, a, he's um, a passionate convert to Roman Catholicism. And it, basically, the last seven years have just been brutal, dreadful mm. for him. Mm. And everything he believed about Roman Catholicism, about trusting the magisterium in it, has just been undermined wow. by the actions of the magisterium at every turn. And so... Mm. Um, you can tell he's. I'm not joking when I say I. I think he's. He's very near to just moving on. To, to just. I don't know what you move on from. You see, this oh, is the problem. Because once you once you reject yeah. sola scriptura in favor of the magisterium, yeah, 
And then the magisterium lets you down and you've well, already decided you can't trust the scriptures. Well, what are you going to do? I suppose you got orthodoxy, but then you could do like a double negative full inversion and get, become a reformed Baptist. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> yeah, you could just go all the way. <laughs> Look, it could happen. Could you happen. Know? You know? If we just pray the tulip wreath, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> tulip we'll totally, yeah. let's all play the pray the tulip brief for taylor marshall it's power in the tulip brief yeah yeah totally um anyways okay so there's that that's, that's not what we were talking about it does put uh the x29 perspective in it or it was into perspective yeah you know at least yeah. we don't have a magisterium undermining us so the slightly awkward thing of it was talking about x29 scandals with you is you are x29 Thank you for pointing that out. And not only am I X29, I'm I'm actually You're like yeah, I'm not gonna say like answer. top level, but I'm just you know, I'm there. I'm I'm not not quite foot soldier. I'm I'm involved. I'm implicated, you know, yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah, just by virtue yeah. of the fact that I am. You're uh, you're a cardinal. You're a cardinal yes, in the uh, in the X twenty nine because uh, that's what you are. Let's 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 just be honest. So how, do, how does it work? This is this is something that Independent evangelicals need to recognize yes. we do have our bishops and cardinals. We do. We definitely we do. do. I love that. Um, did I ever tell you about that? Um, there was that Nine Marks interview where when CJ Mahaney was being interviewed and, you know, he had his, uh, you know, his whole <laughs> yeah, yeah. big thing where he's like um, apostolic prophetic steering team, very intricate system. And so he's yeah. <laughs> Mark Dever's basically running through the whole thing <laughs> and uh, he's listening very patiently, classic Mark Dever, you know, just, just yeah. must have been biting his tongue though. But, you know, asking him about his polity, just being the, the classic sort of church nerd that he is. And, um, and then when, when uh, the whole thing had run its course, CJ Mahaney had, uh, Mahaney had said his bit, Mark David just pauses for a moment. He goes, okay, so you're Presbyterian. <laughs> yeah. Well. And the best part was CJ Mahaney was like, yep, that's true. <laughs> After all well, said and done. You, yeah. you, you, there's nothing new under the sun, guys. Like no. you're not, it's very unlikely you're going to come up with your own brand new um, polity that's never been thought of before. You know? Yeah. Yeah. At least if it's worth anything. That's right. Yeah. Um, so we got to we got to recognize that. And uh, yes, yeah, so how does it work in Rome? What is a cardinal? How does that? Uh, is he like the foot? I don't know. Actually, he's, I think he's like a next step up from bishop. Don't know. Because like deacon's quite high, right? No idea. I no. actually don't have any idea what I'm talking about. I just know cardinals a thing. Cardinals a thing, right? So I'm thinking um, more like deacon. Because you get like deacon, deacon. archdeacon. Nah, I think cardinals higher than deacon. I reckon. Yeah, but I mean, like deacon something. You still? I, <laughs> well, yeah, hey, you know, deacons in the Bible. That's got to count. In the Bible. I'll be a deacon. <laughs> um, an X29 deacon. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, but it was. So, what's really interesting is, is I, I don't know so, Steve Timmis well. But I've he's UK, right? He's a UK guy. UK guy. You know about Crowded um, House. He, he's been invited. You know, see, so he's we move in the same circles because Crowded House, Steve Timmis, X29, FIEC, very similar. Like we're all, yeah, right. We're all on the same same yeah. page, really. You heard him preach. Um, yeah, I heard him preach. Uh, I mean, well, I've not preach. I've heard him give a talk at a conference. Okay. And, yeah, yeah. And um, it was a very good talk, but he. D but I did. I did think to myself at the time, I don't agree with. With was he talking saying, about ecclesiology? Or? Yeah, his theology. But um, only that he was so emphasizing evangelism. Right. Uh, he actually explicitly said. 
that um, John Piper's statement that missions exist because worship doesn't. Mm-hmm. So the purpose of missions is to create worshiping hearts or worshiping communities. Mm-hmm. Um, he explicitly reversed that and said the purpose of worship is to create missional communities. Uh-huh. And I just thought, no, that's not okay. right. I suppose the church militant, church triumphant thing. That, that's what comes to mind as a kickback in that, you know, ultimately, eschatologically, it's true that, you know, that'll never worship a worshiping community, if by that he means a church plant, um, you know, he's going to send forth missionaries. Well, I think what well, he meant you know, was, yeah. it was there's a, a, a prioritizing of it. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. I, it was yeah. a long time ago. I don't and like I any of that stuff because it's thinking, all just too simplistic. You know, it just never it yeah. never has the full rubric yeah, yeah. in view, and it's just it's irritating. It just comes down to one liners, and I'm like, nah, none none of that, none of that um, is going to do. So a serious discussion. But I read, any of those um, issues. I read some of his books. The yeah. ones that he, he co. Total Church with. was the one. Is that right? Total with, Church is that it was that the one? Yeah. That was the co. And one you know, here. again, not perfect, but I thought I thought actually a lot of good stuff came out of Total Church. I uh, had a big influence on my thinking I know a lot about. of people liked it. A lot of people didn't. I never read it. And I just, again, I just never had that that draw. But it's you know, not not one way or another. I wasn't Well, it. in my experience, the people who didn't like it were Wait a minute. Total Church is a uh, killer. What are we talking about? No. No, that's Center Church. Sorry. Center wrong adjective. Church, yeah. Total Church is... is yeah. yeah. Sorry. Just, just freaking out there for um, a second. We're good. So bottom line is, Steve Timmis is a good guy. He's British. He's British. He's British. That accounts for a lot right there. He seemed to be a, like a no-nonsense guy. Mm. Um, British. But, you know, so in some sense I could tell that he would be, yeah, well, you know, not everyone needs to hug so him. Classic. Time, it's like. So classic. I remember because I've bumped into him a few times and, you know, I've always, I've really appreciated his talks. I mean, again, very similar to you. I'm, I, from day one, I, I felt his... Uh, whole crowded house ecclesiology to be a little bit on the on the extreme end there um but you know i appreciated that he was giving it a go and obviously it was working and um you know thumbs up to his conviction and whatnot um i always enjoyed the way he kind of you know he just seems like a good faithful preacher down to earth grounded i like the way he didn't get too carried away you know the british thing worked well in the x29 mix just to keep it steady and um yeah, he's just a just kind of a straight down the line guy. So you know, I've always only ever had had good experiences with him. Um, the the thing that makes uh, you know, I, and just if anyone doesn't know, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure uh, you would have seen at some point there was a Christianity Today article that was published about Steve Turner. Uh, not Steve Turner, Steve Timmis. Timmis. Uh, Timmis. Timmis. Sorry, Steve Turner. <laughs> Don't know why I mentioned you there. Um, Who's Steve Turner? I don't even know this guy. No one. No one. Don't even worry about it. He's a nobody. No, he's a somebody, but don't worry about it. Um, Okay. Sorry, Steve, if you you heard that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Steve Turner, if you're a real person, I am sorry. Steve Turner is the guy that I went to (laughs) India with for like eight years in a row. So he's like, Steve Turner's like an awesome Jedi guy. Oh, he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. So I don't don't even want to mix him up into this. No, no. He would not like that. Steve Turner's got nothing to do with us. No. So Steve Timmers, yeah. close to the the name Steve Timmers, only by virtue of the word Steve, <laughs> overlapping. You could be doing it the whole show now, though. Coterminous <laughs> only by virtue of that word. That's it. Um, so um, 
he, he there was uh, this thing happening. Um, so it's Christianity Today, the magazine um, thing, kind of got hold of of, of some some uh, some scandal or at least uh, some uh, complaints against his ministry, and it just sounds like a pretty heavy shepherding sort of thing. And it had some some involvement in Acts twenty nine, mostly the crowded house, from what I understand, and um, and so. Uh, where was I going with that? I can't even remember. Um, anyway, so just just coming back to my involvement with him, um, you know, it, it seemed very out of accord with everything I've I've seen. You know, to be honest, I was I was totally like, wow. But my heart bled for him in that, you know, because it's a Christianity Today article. Uh, you know, I've, every possibility exists at a cheap shot, you know, and um, and the fact that they just kind of ran a story without going through, I don't know, what I would imagine would be the normal Christian channels for dealing with something like this, kind of shows me I'm not such a fan of Christianity Today. What a... Well, it's it's a journalist. Journalist. Place, you know, like I mean, just it's like, the story like everybody else. But. Isn't that crazy though? Like, I mean, you think with the word Christianity in your, I mean, just have some respect, people. Anyway, even if yeah. he's wrong, even yeah. if it's totally true, you you want to just process it's well. Big you know? news to see the fall of a popular leader. Like yeah. this is like number one thing. In the name of Christianity, and there's like a today. simple part of us that really likes to see, yeah. likes to see the guys fall because oh, we think, and we've got to rebuke that yeah, part of us. You thought you were a big shot, but you're going down. Yeah, you know, exactly. there's a part of us that wants that. You know. And who is the one going down at that point? We are. You know, our hearts yeah, we are rising are up. At our that body. Point. We're uh, we're the the eagle Edom at that point. You know, rising above, taunting, taunting fallen Israel. I'll never forget yeah. uh, Piper's thing. He's like, Eagle Edom, you will come down. <laughs> uh, Isn't that amazing how Piper just kind of got <laughs> with those bizarre, bizarre like sermon titles? Just, but you they, feel it though. You, you, you feel, feel it. it. You don't know what you, he's talking about sometimes. But you just, dude, I feel you like never, I should be feeling. You never forget them. That's the thing. I will never forget. <laughs> Eagle eat them. You will come down. <laughs> it's like, it's, dude, don't it's waste great. it. Don't waste your life. I mean, it's like you've got a, you've got like a Clint Eastwood meet something going on there. Just wah wah wah, you know, coming after. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, I'm just like, I mean, it's true though. You know, you 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 have that sinful part of you. that's like, oh, there we go. You know, big shot. But you know, that part needs to be rebuked. We have to catch that immediately, even if he's wrong, even if he's did something yeah. bad you still need to like completely clubber yourself for that for that sort of thing don't let that kind of stuff get hold of your heart um and anyway so all, all to say that i just i don't i don't like that man i don't like that christianity got hold of this thing in the name of news no. and oh what a mess you know just guys just call it there call is it a sense non-christianity to today. that those guys who are living those very public lives are are taking a risk for us because yeah, well, it's much easier um, to remain outside of the limelight. Like there's a, there's a certain discomfort, even doing what we're doing with like mom, dad watching this. Like it's you know, <laughs> I just feel the pressure, you know. <laughs> Two parents. <laughs> yeah. So like um, you know, with um, with someone like Steve Thomas or uh, like Driscoll and what's it, McDonald and whatever. Mm. Like I'm not justifying anything about them but i am saying that actually there is a certain sense where anybody who's 
who's walking a very public lifestyle because their ministries have taken them that way. Mm. Like they are taking a risk and they might mm. be enjoying it too much. I don't know. Who knows what's going on inside someone's yeah, heart. Exactly. Like even that itself, you know, the mere fact that, you, you know, see Jimmy Haney, like he, he had a problem with this. Um, mm. uh, John Piper took like a six month sabbatical because pride was drinking. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I think I might be able to remember this. Drinking from the poisonous cup of notoriety. Sipping, sipping the, the the poison chalice of notoriety, something something dramatic like that. <laughs> it's so so crazy. Piper he has goes. a turn of phrase, that kid. Dude, that guy. What's up? Oh. Anyway, yeah. So I mean, there's a certain sense in which, like, it's good. someone's got to do that kind of thing. Someone's going to be in the limelight. Right. It, it's it's inevitable, and. Right. They could at that point just say, do you know what? It's risky. I've seen lots of these guys get into these positions and fall, so I'm mm -hmm. not going to do that. Yeah. And in one sense, like fair enough if they, that's their, their, their decision. But yeah. another sense is that actually the mere fact that they're willing to keep going despite public criticism, like even if you publish a book, mm -hmm. you, know, you think about Total, total Church. Like, right. So here's someone putting their heart and soul into a book. They really believe it. They're really passionate about it. They're yeah. convinced about it. And they're yeah. getting mixed reviews. Some guys are like terrible. And goes love awesome, you know. Mm, like mm. I couldn't live with that sort of that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that sort of yeah. rejection. Like I know, I, you know, I know, it's very hard. Yeah. So you just have yeah. to bear it in mind before we start lopping off heads, you know. Oh man, exactly, totally. So I mean, you know, in general, my my sort of uh, my take on on this sort of thing is just just let it let it do its thing. Because one of the, one of the problems with this sort of stuff is that. You never, you know, what what tools do you actually have at your disposal to go and get into the facts of that journal piece? You know, you can't phone Steve up. I mean, even I, you know, I'm linked. I suppose I could if I really wanted to. I could like, you know, get a whole thing. You Why could. I, I, I couldn't. I didn't even know if I could, to be honest. But but you know, not not to um, put that on anything on X 29s leadership. But it's just like I, I'm not that important. And I'm down the down the ranks, and yeah, you, know, you wouldn't expect that sort of thing to be open, uh, especially when everything's going crazy. Um, but you know, the, the the bottom line is, how are you? You're gonna have USA. You're gonna have this. You're gonna have this person's story. To figure it out is gonna take a lot of effort if you really want to do it. And uh, is it worth it? You just have to ask yourself. Um, now, I think I think at some level it's gonna be worth it. Like someone has to deal with it. Some people have to look into it. Um, but you know, we, yeah. I think what it reminds me a little bit of when someone has an accident uh, on the side of a road, and then everyone yeah, wants to everyone. stop, and there's a car, there's a traffic jam because everyone's watching. Uh, I make a point, like, uh, you know, not because I don't feel that weird sort of, what is it, voyeurism? I don't know. It, you know, just coming out of you. But I, I, I make a point just to move on, just to not be, even if it's, even if, even if there is some small part of me that's pure and concerned about the scenario, uh, it's gen generally speaking not helpful for me. So just move on, keep going, unless you're the guy that has direct access to what's going on there, you know, just try and stay away from the scandal. Get, get something better done with your day. You know, yeah. uh, you could read, you could just read a book, almost any book, and that would be more productive than sort of digging into, right. you know, one sort of thing. Anyways, with that said, you know, no, as you mentioned earlier, like no one, I, I definitely don't want to, um, you know, give, protect someone or come to the defense where they shouldn't have defense. But it's just like, I just don't know enough, you know, yeah. the bottom line. Well, and exactly. I know, I'm, I know this, you can't rely on one christianity today article you know you need more than that you need to to work it through 
Well, the the general news story here is that Steve Thomas has been um, uh, uh, like more or less axed from uh, you know oh, yeah. from X twenty nine his position X twenty nine, and that he's resigned his position uh, as an elder mm -hmm. or, or pastor of the um, the uh, crowded house church. Mm -hmm. That he's he's passed. resigned. His books have been pulled. So obviously, there's some. Yeah, sort of IVP have pulled yeah, the books. Yeah. Okay. Now this. Okay. So here's my concern. The issue, the issue over which he has been sacked is bullying. And well, spiritual, spiritual abuse. abuse. Which I don't, as a label, I just think is pathetic. You know, uh, we need to find a better so label. What even is that? Yeah, I mean, like okay, so, uh, so anyone who's been a pastor for a, for a week will know that the first person you have any yeah. level of conflict with is going to rally around and grab some people and call you a spiritual abuser. So I don't. You just need more than that. If you've been in the ministry for more than a week, you know. You know. Yeah, and N not advocating spiritual abuse, of course. Sorry, go for it. Yeah, no, and and the thing is, like. Um, well, I, again, I don't even know what spiritual abuse is. I, so I would like, take spiritual abuse to mean that you are using your place of spiritual input. So you've been, yeah. you know, been given a place of, of uh, you know, a, a platform, so to speak, uh, yeah. a place of authority. A position. Uh, that's not civil it's spiritual you know it's it's in the realm of right. of, of the sacred realm uh, sacred realm yeah come on you know let's uh let's bring it home two age sojourner but uh <laughs> like you know you're, you're a church guy you're a minister you're not you're not going to tell them about their taxes or or their law yeah. situation you're going to tell them about the bible and that's your place of the, uh, of influence and you can uh manipulate that abuse it um and what i'm thinking exactly there is go beyond your biblical bounds so you could tell right. you could tell someone so heavy uh, shepherding is what well we're uh, yeah almost exactly heavy shepherding if by that it's, it's simply meant like listen you're you're uh my office of authority is extends way beyond that of scripture and um yeah okay. and it's you know it, it's it's something okay. that i demand from you so but even within that realm like i actually know a few people that have gone for me just uncomfortably beyond anything that I would ever say in a pastoral situation because of, you know, where the scripture kind of ends, but they feel it's their pastoral obligation to make various applications, to kind of just be a wise influence in a community, to, uh, to guide youth and to guide them in life decisions. And, you know, they do it well and they do it really well. And everyone's really happy that they're doing that. And, you know, while I wouldn't, think that that would be mandatory you know i mean i don't want to call those guys heavy shepherds just because they've gone over the the um the yeah. i don't know the the line but they have a way of doing it everyone kind of knows how it works but as a rule though you know you could you, yeah. you know you need to stick to the bible and you could manipulate that position i mean so what i tend to do if i'm in a counseling situation or giving advice is i tend to 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 be quite explicit about this is not Look, the Bible. This is, this this is, is what the Bible says. Yeah. This is not me. Mm -hmm. If you disobey this, you disobey God. Mm -hmm. But okay, so that's what the Bible says. Now, mm -hmm. if here's my my advice in how to apply that, you can um, you can take it or leave it. You know, you're free to you're free to disagree with this. Mm -hmm. This is my advice, and mm -hmm. I normally <clears throat> I normally do make that that quite explicit, and it is because and, of that. And that then I, it's not I, that you're you know, saying, all right, well. 
you know, this is me. Now I hold you to an equal level of accountability to me. You're going, right, this is the thing. Here's my task as a shepherd to hold you to this, yeah. which is clearly, um, I, I think, you know, I can convince you that this is in the Bible. Uh, this is me. I'm, you know, I'm not like a robot. I have a personality. I have a, an opinion. Um, mm -hmm. but, but I'm going to let, you know, you could do the other thing. You could go the other way there. And it's, I'm just at the end of the day, I'm not going to hold that against you. I have to, you know, yeah. um, not even going to be vindictable, just simply hold my peace. I'm actually just going to release you to do whatever you want there. And I think, yeah. uh, you know, that becomes important. You've got to be able to verbalize that in, in, when you're talking to people. The role of conscience. Yeah. You've got to know how, when the conscience is, is bound to the explicit teaching of scripture and when the conscience is free. Uh, to, to, you know, in the fear of God, yeah. work out its salvation in fear and trembling, you know. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Th so, so the issue for me is, is that we've seen a couple of guys go down to, to bullying. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, so Mark Driscoll was the, was one, obviously key one who went down to bullying. Yeah. Um, I actually think of all the things that he was accused of doing, that was probably the weakest accusation. You know, like there were, right. there were he did some, he did some very ropey stuff it's that I that, think would have disqualified him. From I mean, it was a very, very similar to Thomas in that, you know, it was interwoven into his personality the whole way through. And there were, yeah. there were, there were, you know, the thing that made Driscoll Driscoll was that everyone was applauding, you know, his, his. Yeah. Cause he was a straight talking. He was a straight talker, you know, dude. Man's man. Man's man. And, uh, and so all of a sudden that flipped on him and the, the crowds are fickle, you know? Yeah. So that, that part, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, there were other things that should have been focused on as a, as a yeah. real thing, but it gave every hater an opportunity to hop on the bus and just, you know, say their piece. And, um, so, so I think that what, what concerns me is this, there, that I think, um, abuse of authority is a disqualifying characteristic of a leader. Right, so I, I'm, I, I'd be happy to say that. that if you are bullying people or lording your authority over them, you are operating in an unchristlike sort of way. I think it depends on how we define abuse. Well, that's that's the question. Okay, yeah. so so I think that there is a principle that I'm happy to say I agree that right. if he's truly guilty of this, mm. then it's good for him to step down and to be removed from. From ministry, ministry, not necessarily permanently, but at least until he sorts out. Well, just in the way that any any Christian, you know, you just, he's going to be led to repentance. He's going yeah. to own that, you know, in love to receive him, to uh, you know, to see him restored. But obviously, part yeah. of that would require that he, you know, he can't be in ministry while it's happening. Obviously, it's just one of those things, and um, and for his yeah, own exactly. sake and for everyone else's sake, and you know, you know, there's nothing particularly like like, like you know. I just do not want to come across in any way saying that that's Steve and me, I'm just, uh, I'm bulletproof. You know what I mean? And I mean, you know, you know, like two seconds later, you could be in the same boat. Cause I mean, we all know our frailty and we know by the grace of God, we're taking one step at a time over here. Um, and I, I would just really want my church at that point to just be gentle with me, you know, like, okay, repeat me. I'll tell I'll earn the public nature of, of my office. I'll, I'll, uh, repent. I definitely don't want to be in ministry if, if I'm, you know, publicly sort of disqualified at that level. Uh, I'd be the, that'd be the last thing I want anyway, but I, I just, I want to find refuge in the church. I don't want to be like, 
the church I've been preaching the gospel to, for crying out loud, I want them to minister that to me at that point. Which and so you know, I really do, I hope that that's happening at some level for Steve. You know, and you know his age, it's he's, he's sort of on the outro. You know, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's just, not how you want to end. It's not how you want to end. Yeah, I do feel for him, and and again, so it's not that I'm saying it's not right. If he's truly guilty, it is truly right. Right. My concern is that um, our culture, that's my concern. My yeah. concern is the way our culture interprets any figure of authority. Yes. It's a big so thing. So the, the, the issue is that it's true that a pastor should not exercise his authority the same way a Roman Caesar would. Mm -hmm. But it's also true that a pastor does have authority. Yeah. And, and I think that... To be honest, our culture doesn't just dismiss the first one. It dismisses the second one as well. Yeah. So it doesn't just reject a bad use of authority. It very often our culture rejects authority. So any leader who exercises a genuine use of authority mm -hmm. is in danger of being accused of, of being authoritarian mm -hmm. um, and of spiritual abuse and, and whatever. So... Mm -hmm. I'm sure that the people who are closest to him who are dealing with us are aware of this and are doing that. But mm -hmm. my concern is, um, again, that as these cases mount, you got Driscoll, mm -hmm. you got Mahaney, you've got what's the other guy, McDonald. Yeah, um, yeah. John McDonald. You, yeah. you, you know, now, uh, uh, someone else. But anyway, now you got this dude as well, mm -hmm. and so like. As these cases mount, we're developing basically a more and more woke culture view of yeah. of, of authority. Yeah, and I'm very well. concerned about this yeah. because if you do not submit to the authority of your pastors, A, you're making it a nightmare job for them. Mm -hmm. B, you are putting yourself directly in the line of spiritual danger. Mm -hmm. If you if you think that you can see your own blind spots better than your elder can. Mm -hmm. Your, your elders can, you know, yeah. you're in danger. You're yeah. really in danger. If you can't trust your elders, what are you doing at that church? Yeah. Like, you know, you need to be at a church where you can submit <clears throat> yourself to the elders. So here's a trustworthy saying, whoever aspires to be an overseer, bishop, elder, mm -hmm. uh, presbyter, uh, desires a noble task. Now mm -hmm. the overseer is to be above reproach. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, does does that mean nobody's ever going to accuse him of anything? No, and and so that's where. See, this is I'm thankful. I'm thankful for the polity of the local church, to you know through elders, through the protecting of, of the pastor from the inevitable conflict that's going to come as he you know preaches the gospel and challenges sin and so forth. Um, you need to make make sure that the there's more than one witness and it's credible and you know you have a group of elders to which the pastor is accountable if you believe in a plurality a plurality of elders and you should um, and and so at the local level I'm, I'm thankful that if we really you know if we do our job right there if we put that together well there's a sense of protection by the mercy of God there and I felt that protection it's sweet I'm thankful for it and uh, we really lose out if we don't have that. 
the problem comes in with the sort of anything beyond that, you know, whether you're looking at a denominational structure, whether you're looking at, we mentioned Rome earlier, whether you're looking at, um, you know, some sort of network, you have to lead it somehow. It's not an individual local church. You have to have some way to kind of make it go forward. Um, you know, there probably is a little bit of room to choose what sort of approach you want to take there. But that comes with all the trappings of every other organization and every, it's almost, almost in the realm of the, you know, totally secular at that point. You just, you just sort of, you know, you're, you're using secular tactics. Certainly in the case of Acts 29, you're sort of hiring, firing. I mean, I couldn't even imagine what that would be like. Uh, we don't do that. You know, we're not, uh, only American churches do that by the sounds of it. We, we just literally, uh, you know, that sounds bizarre to us. Um, but you hire and fire in a network. You know, you need a person to do this. You do, you know, someone has. So non-disclosure disagreement. I mean, a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, I mean, that just sounds like what are we even doing there? Which tells me I am definitely not the man for the job. I don't. I have no idea what to do in that sort of setting. But it's true that that kind of thing gets done in business all the time. So, um, you know, you're walking that fine line. And I suppose there's no the 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 flip back on that is when something goes wrong and some accusations come. Uh, you're just going to have to deal with the, it the way, you know, the, you're just going to have to take it on the chin at some level, you know, you're not going to have that protection in place because allegations will come. And, um, yeah. and yeah, that's, that's, so I think, I think the, the qualifications that are at play here is in one Timothy three, um, the above reproach thing means that you shouldn't be found guilty of the stuff that you're accused of. I think more than you shouldn't be being accused of stuff. It's that actually, right. it's about your reputation. Are you, are you bringing mm. scandal to the gospel? Mm. Mm. The direct qualifications that um, uh, are at play here is, is the one is, uh, so it's above reproach, faithful to his wife. That's not in question. Temperate. Mm. Temperate. So an, e an even temper, not, not given to explosive anger. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, so if you're if you're sort of constantly at your elders' meetings or whatever, you know, grabbing guys by the collar or you know, slamming your fist on the table or something like that, mm. you know, that's that's not a healthy sign. You no, know, you know, no. So like that's fair enough. Um, Self-controlled again, it, it could be regards to anger. Is his anger under control? No. You know, with each I of mean, these I, things, I'm not even talking about Tim at this point. No, I'm just talk, uh, talking about uh, me, uh, Steve. Steve, not Tim, <laughs> not Steve, Steve. Timmouth. That guy. I'm not even that talking guy. about him because I honestly don't know. Like he's, he's fine. Like as far as I know, he's fine. But, um, um, you know, and I'm just trusting the powers that be. But yeah. what I'm talking about here is more the general principle of. Yeah. Well, that, talking like, about at, myself. At what point does abuse of authority become a disqualifying thing? And I'm yeah. looking over the. The, the things and I'm thinking, well, it could be an issue with if they don't have a temperate character, mm. it could be an issue with them being not violent, but gentle. So yeah. that's the other one. Yeah. Are they gentle or are they violent? You know, yeah, it's worth exactly. asking. Are they quarrelsome? Yeah. That's a biggie. That's the biggie. That's, John Knox. that's John Knox and Kelvin gun there. Luther too. Luther too. Now, well, more yeah, or I less, Every theologian of the medieval period has gone up this point. Yeah. Well, and, and that's what sort of, I think there are a few things you got to say about that. Like, number one, it doesn't mean that if you've done one of those things once in your life or whatever, you know, that that's what it's talking about. It, you know, everyone sins. I mean, I just don't like the idea at all that, 
anyone gets put on a pedestal in ministry or otherwise, I mean, we are all just wretched, wretched slime bags, you know? And so we just have to be very, very clear on that. I don't want to even give us an inkling of, of, of an impression otherwise. Um, everyone's dealing with sin in their own hearts. Everyone's failing at certain points, failing with their elders, failing with their people, failing in, with their, in their marriages, saying things they shouldn't, yeah. doing stupid things. It's that's no less true for a pastor. Any pastor that says that's not true for him, I just I just call that into question. Yeah, that's just that's Perudo. not. Perudo. That's what you say. Perudo. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have no idea what that means. Uh, it's a game where if you think someone is bluffing, you call Perudo. Perudo. There we go. That's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, so <laughs> the uh, the the whole thing there is, you know, not to not to ask, you know, your whole theology to get upturned and dismissed. You know, that that's not what we're saying here. But but there is obviously just by nature of, of the office, and you, I mean, if you you know, if you are as you say, every eldership meeting, anyone that's disagreeing with you, you're kicking the chairs over, and uh, you know you're you're just shouting at people. I mean, obviously that's you're not good. That'll work. Uh, perhaps in some other scenarios, like if you're a bartender at a trucking club, but um, you know, if you're a pastor, nope, you can't do that. You got to be gentle. So you know, in general, but there are a lot to, of cultural factors here. So that's true. Um, you know, if you're, say, for example, in an eldership in South America, mm-hmm. okay, the talk is going to be a lot more animated mm-hmm. and passionate that's than true. an eldership in Stoke-on-Trent you know, in the UK, like it's just, yes. How do you dare? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, where there's just, you know, it, there, there is a reservedness about some cultures and whatever. And so particularly um, part of the factor here is that if you have someone who has an international role, um, you yeah. know, I think if you're before accusing someone of something, You've got to ask: Is that they are? Act, is it that they are actually being um, abusing their authority, or does it just seem like that mm. because of the cross-cultural elements going on here? Yeah. And because the the crime is different at that point, the crime is moves from abuse of authority to a lack of wisdom to change styles to cross cultures. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's big. Um, and and I think that one of those is a disqualifiable thing, and the other yeah, isn't. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, so so that that is a factor. And if we just keep it within Western mm. first world culture for a moment, mm-hmm. again, um, you know, t- the the key virtue for our age is tolerance, and mm. tolerance doesn't mean what it means in the Bible. It means you're not allowed to disagree with someone. Mm. It means you have to always approve of what they do mm-hmm. and always approve of what they say. Like yeah. you can't, you can't say no to someone. You can't say that's a silly idea. You can't say you're wrong. You can't say you need to repent. You can't say any of that stuff to someone without coming across as arrogant and abusive. The difficulty. And I yeah. worry. Yeah. That this is what's now going to be transported into the way that we interpret things like. Temperate, not quarrelsome, right, not abusive. Right. No, that's what I that's worry a great point. about. That's a great point. And I worry about that for Steve Timmons, mm-hmm. but I also worry about that, that the more these cases build up, the more it sets a precedent 
even at a local church level. Yeah. So if your pastor comes up to you or your elder, I mean, it doesn't have to be a pastor, but any of the elders comes up to you and say, bro, you are out of line and you need to repent of your sins mm-hmm. um, or you are going to face church discipline. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing in that that in and of itself is an abuse of authority. No. That's an, a perfectly appropriate use of authority. Right. And, you know, heaven forbid Christianity today gets hold of it and, you know, does its thing. And, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the that's the problem there. Yeah. It's just like it's not the right channel. The issue, you know, I'm just thinking as well, you know, and again, just I realize this is probably, probably a little bit impossible to ask of people listening to this, but just uh, we have Timus in view at some level. But, you know, I'm trying to just, we're trying to just talk around the subject rather than uh, directly concerning his... Um, his own. We'll say more. You know, when I when I get more info, I'm talking about it. We'll 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 work it through. But uh, at the moment, like I just got nothing. You know. So, um, but but the other thing is that here you are. Think about how difficult this would be. You're not in the protective structures of your local church. So you know that here you are as a spiritual sort of figure doing your thing, trying to. I know that you know they had just booted Driscoll you know, for a similar sort of thing in Acts 29. And Timus was the guy kind of basically, you know, just tasked to get the get the organization back up and running, you know? So he was given a monstrous, uh, monstrously difficult sort of thing to do there. Uh, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it, it, it really shouldn't have worked quite as well as it did. Uh, as as many point out, I mean, he's... Um, the the network has prospered. I mean, it's it's gone from you know it's doubled, more than doubled in size, and um, you know he's just done a he's been a very efficient sort of worker. You can tell he's just one of those guys, just up to the minute, you know. And if you had to, I mean, I was just thinking, I, I had to read through that article, and I was if he was just a CEO of McDonald's or something. Um, or anything else. I mean, I don't know that there would have been a lot of leeway for anyone to say anything that they did there. It's like, well, I got fired. You know, I got, I just got fired. And that's the problem right there because, you know, they're running it like that and they probably should. I mean, what? how else are you going to run it? Maybe there's another way. Maybe there's a better way, but it just is what it is. The problem is that it it's sort of, you know, it in the realm of Christianity and in the realm of, of thinking about it in terms of, of, of local church structures, uh, you know, we think it's unacceptable. And, you know, maybe that's the problem right there. I mean, maybe you just, I know the denominational guys are having a laugh at us because they're like, yeah, that's why you should be Presbyterian. And that's why you should forget the, the you know, the network thing. And But sure I, don't, I, I don't know that that helps. Yeah. It, it, you've, all you've done is you've changed the scenario there and you've... Um, I've been part of a denomination. Yeah. And I've seen the same sort of issues go down at the upper echelons of the, of the denomination. Any, any sort of authority structure at that level is going to, I mean, I suppose the, the, the thing that we could learn and what, what the more of this, the better as a, as an, um, you know, parachurchish kind of thing, any parachurch structure has got the extra burden of thinking about this issue. It's not just a McDonald's. So you just got to be sure that you're processing that. Well, I think X29 must learn that lesson at some level in that, Put the checks and balances in place as much as possible. Just overkill on the checks and balances. Even if you move slower, you move with accountability, which is basically what all of this comes down to. Like you just make sure that you are, it's impossible to do anything. I mean, this is the book of bureaucracy, right? In the Presbyterian church, you need you need a big book that, that gives you a lot of rules to give you a lot of accountability if you're going to have a big structure like that. It's one of the 
awesome parts of of a, a local church kind of uh, setting and that you don't need the big book because it's a, a smaller gathering um, and much more simple to 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 go about leading but um, you know there we go so basically uh, you know anything without enough I mean if, if I was going to be put into that leadership scenario I think probably one of as a result of what we're talking about now and the the inclination of the age and and the way this is all moving to a certain kind of uh, you know um, allegation that seems coming up I think I would ask you know is am I, I going to be kept safe in this um, am I gonna am I gonna be kept accountable certainly but that's part of what I want because I know I know I can fall I, I need people to check me otherwise i'm just gonna go to hell that's basically the thing you know so i just need people around me i need the protection i need everything you know you know your weakness be careful if you stand i think you stand unless you fall you got to have that and so i think for acts 29 hopefully we see a bit of a turnaround there and uh, we see them put more that, that they grow from it they put more structures in place to stop this from happening again uh because you know again even if it's even if it's like an allegation still just it's annoying that there's not more stuff in place to deal with that kind of thing you know they should have had they should have a whole army of procedures that just that just go well this can't be true this is why we got 300 gazillion you know angles on it in terms of alibi in terms of this in terms of that so just there we go this we're an open book the stats are in front of everyone that wants to go and have a look and media can't media doesn't like that kind of stuff because they can't they can't do too much damage so i you know that would be that would be a thought um for 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 any anyone i'm thinking also of people who are currently in parachurch leadership scenarios not in the protective mechanisms of the local church um you know that's worth checking out and making sure that you're okay there before moving on Got something going yeah yeah well we're kind of already walking that line a little bit in the uk because every local church has to operate as a charity yeah which means we have to have Certainly. a legal constitution as well right well right um, yeah. so, uh, and we've just spent a lot of time and money changing the kind of trust that we are, okay. um, uh, precisely because of the issue, these sorts of issues. And, um, but it's, you know, so it's, it's already happening at a local level here. I don't know. I do I, love the there network. Are also, I, I'm just concerned about the culture. That's yeah. so I, there's a certain sense in which any structure you have is is Liable never going to gonna be able yeah. to yeah. nullify human sinfulness no yeah you know there's a certain sense in which it doesn't matter you know you can argue till the cows come home about right uh, congregationalism or presbyterianism or um uh, the episcopal church or like you can you can talk about all that but the reality is there's pros and cons yeah. like in all of those structures and and none of them are going to stop you from being sinful Mm-hmm. Um, some of them may be more careful, more cautious than others, and that's to, something to look at. But the, um, I think that there, there is a sense in which as well, uh, Christians need to realize that there are some things about what it means to be Christian that are going to jar with the culture. Um, again, I'm just really worried about this because one of the testimonies that i've heard about in the news report on this was that some of the co-workers i don't know if they were elders at the church level or they were x29 guys were saying that they were afraid of him right now 
I just don't, again, I don't understand what that means. Mm. Because unless he's literally going to hire someone to assassinate me Mm. or like jump me and shank me in a dark corner somewhere, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know what it means to be afraid of someone. Yeah. Why would you be afraid of him? Exactly. He's not that big a guy. Like, in what sense, in what sense would another bloke (laughs) be afraid of that bloke? Like, surely there is something there that I think is playing into the effeminizing of of church culture where men need to be men and just say like stand your ground against a bully rather than rather than just be cowed by them and that's right you know i think that person needs to go away and take a hard look at themselves and say okay look i don't know what was going on and so maybe and again again, that's half the trouble i don't know but but somebody who is being cowed like that especially a man Mm. i'm just gonna go out and say that Mm. needs to go away and say, why am I allowing other men to bully me? Yeah, like what's like, going why, on? Why is that happening? To One me? of the things, I mean, I, what I took away is that I was thinking more in line of, um, you know, like he would, they would get fired and lose their jobs and stuff. But, you know, even there, okay. there is, yeah, some, there is yeah. some sort of like, you know, you don't want to put a foot out of line because you're going to get fired. And you can imagine like, you know, it's your, you might be a new Christian, you know, that sort of thing. You're not sure. I do remember having come to church wanting to just follow and be led and and give myself over and I I was uh, thank by the grace of God you know not taken along but I you could just tell like you're at that moment where you could be manipulated you know someone could come along and and you trust that maybe eventually you you'd pick it up and, and and not go too far down the right line but you know people have different different inclinations different you know you get some get some people that are um that you know they've they've they are fragile at that level. And, um, you know, it's, they might be as manly as they can be, but just maybe previous abuse, just, you know, there's, there's all sorts of potentiality. Let's put it that way. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's a good, that's a good caveat. Uh, you know, they mentioned gaslighting. You know, the, the you know, if you're insecure, gaslighting in the article. Um, so that comes from 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 memory. That comes from a, uh, a famous movie uh, in the '60s, I think, where something to do with uh, this guy. Uh, I haven't actually watched it, but this guy who. Uh, I think the lights went out or something, and and anyway, she was she was starting to suspect him, and he kind of emotionally, psychologically manipulated her <clears throat> to make her think that she was the problem rather than him when she approached him, or you know something like that. So, anyways, it, it evolved into this term gaslighting, which is I think everyone does that. We all sort of like it's defensiveness. We we want to make the other person. Um, yeah. seem like shift the blame shift the blame blame shifting right I think this is just what we're talking about here is just kind of a, a potential you know maybe even like a, a skilled manipulation and making someone unsure of themselves pushing uh, onto a weak stance and you know there are all sorts of things that do happen abusive marriages relationships uh, you know it's it's a big thing so I don't want to discount any of that I think that that could be the case but yeah. you know okay. I think to your point though um you know, if it's not that is basically what you're saying, right? Like if, if yeah. it's not that, yeah, yeah. if it's like, if someone just basically is just going, listen, bro, you know, here's the thing, da, 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 straight talk. I'm on a mission. Let's do this thing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of offended by that. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. culture it, that will is give. what I'm talking about. So right. it's, it's helpful to say there are scenarios in which it might be a very real intimidation. Right. Right. Um, but and we're dealing you with know, bar, barring those kind of <laughs> gaslighting scenarios, which right. I don't know. Maybe I'm just so naive. I just don't even. 
I don't even see this kind of thing happening. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Isn't the American thing? I don't know. And, um, well, it's definitely, but I, well, he's I, um, British, so he's, well, he's British, but he's been operating in like X39 is not British, no, you know? no, but maybe, maybe there is a factor there that institution, and this could work at the local church level as well. Mm. Like, if a pastor is surrounding himself with yes men, mm. that, that is a problem. Like, if, if all the elders are basically just saying yes to the pastor. Mm. And there's no, no, totally. you there's have to, no pushback yeah. or challenge or iron sharp and iron. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah. I, but again, I, I think, you know, the whole thing about um, the point I was trying to make earlier, mm -hmm. but I think you've, you've helpfully put that into perspective that actually there can be some real intimidation issues. But the, the point I was trying to make earlier is that the whole thing about toxic masculinity right? and that any demonstration of, yeah. masculine qualities well, like strength or you're not or, gonna like, you're not gonna get love for that yeah exactly know? yeah you're gonna get pushback it's gonna it's almost inevitable the culture will give you every opportunity anyone who has any problem with any of that the culture yeah. will clamor around an opportunity to lift that that allegation up and that, that is it is disturbing it's just a unique problem uh, that, that we have to face you know the and the and the tragedy the tragedy with that is that it, it, the whole cloud of dust that comes up around the controversy here hides the, the beauty of true leadership and true use of authority yeah. and the safety that you find within that. Mm. Like, I just love, I love it. I mean, I don't always find it easy at the time, but I love the fact that I have an eldership that I can trust. Mm. And that even if I strongly disagree with the conclusion of a meeting, you know, it's good. It's a good thing that it goes oh, against. Totally. It's a good thing when I'm re I'm rebuked and put in place. And, Absolutely. And reminded reminded of my own weakness and that kind of thing. Like, exactly. It's such a beautiful thing. Yeah. And the fact that I can just say to them, guys, I really need to entrust myself to you mm -hmm. and for you to tell me when I'm out of line and for you to, you know, I, it's beautiful. Half of the whole issue, because I've been, I mean, one thing we've got to talk about is, Jordan Cooper and the assurance issue and flame and extra nos and all that kind of stuff. But the, right. <laughs> at some point, at but some point. the whole issue of assurance would be so much simpler if you just trusted your eldership enough to confess your sins to them and let them tell you, mm. you know, like let them say, you, you know, you're barred from the communion table or you're, you know, you're, I look, look, you know, you, we can we can tell you that your sins have been absolved because yeah. you know i i just think there's a beautiful thing about yeah. real submission real authority yeah. um and when that's at work and you're not resisting that but only resisting the abuse of it then i think there's something beautiful at work so mike yeah. to close us off here because yeah. we must be reaching near the end yeah how do we know how do we know that um like like, do you, do you have anything, any principle or rule of thumb that we can use to discern the difference between a true use of authority that may be a strong use of authority, but like a true use of authority mm. versus an abuse authority or, or, you know, a bullying? Right. And we're thinking about the pastorate 
specifically. We're thinking about posture, yeah, because right. that's where most people into. Um, yeah, uh, well, that, I think that's quite an easy one, to be honest. I mean, I think I think uh, within the agreed upon constitution and the confession, you know, confessional uh, statement that you have, which guides the agreed upon interpretation of the scriptures. So it's it's not like you're placing all the weight on the pastor to have to come up with that every time. Uh, you've already submitted to that basic infrastructure of understanding the way that that pastor is going to interpret the the scriptures but in light of that he's got to end where the scriptures end you know that's the bottom line and and you know he's i think you've got to let your pastor lead you according to the bible you got to let him lead you as a real sinner you've got to let, you know it's not like you're asking him to be jesus to lead you um he he is trusting in jesus with you he's you know he shouldn't be a hypocrite but he's he's basically moving along with you and, and those very same things um and uh you know he's not a he's not a, a robot again like he's free to offer an opinion that's going to vary dramatically in terms of personality and culture but you know i if if he isn't um uh offering you a clear distinction as to what his opinion is or or, or where scripture ends and where his opinion begins you might be you might be um thinking along these lines and you might be uh, needing to start questioning whether there's a problem there and certainly if there's something that he is insisting upon that really is just an a sort of idiosyncratic application of scripture not agreed upon by the constitutional sort of um, infrastructure of, of uh, by the confession of that church um, you know th- th- immediately that's out of balance you know because I think a lot of it comes out it is in the Bible I'm just applying it it's not there obviously but I'm applying a principle well that's fine but if the principle is quite outlandish and it's not the norm that is, and this is why you've got to have a confession at the end of the day as well, because you see how everything I'm saying is dependent on that. We're not, you can't just be a solo scriptura guy because then you've just basically opened yourself up to whatever, you know, whimsical um, interpretation or application comes along. You've got to, you've got to have something solid, something rooted into history, something agreed upon, something that you yeah. uh, uh, move Absolutely. in mutual accountability with. Yeah. And just a, like a word to, if you are a pastor of a church that has, like mine, a nine-point nine statement of faith, mm. um, like really, I think you are at risk here because that nine point is not going to cover it. You need yeah. to have in your paperwork reference to yeah. um, a larger confession yeah. so that you can operate from within a biblical tradition. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to have to reinvent the wheel every single time. Yeah. And they're going to counter, you know, and it's yeah. just going to be, you can't do that. That's just your interpretation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's for everyone's everyone's uh, sake that, that that's in place. But hopefully that's helpful. Um, and again, we'll probably come back to this when we have some more information. Um, uh, I think what I would just... Pray... Pray for Steve. Pray for Steve, man. Uh, and don't be pray a douche. You know, don't not. be a douche. Don't be one of those like yeah. internet crazies. Just pray for pray for a guy who, you know, whether he did right or wrong. I mean, my goodness. Yeah. You know, guys, what is the gospel if we're not if we're not living that out at that level and uh praying for leaders and praying when they hurt and and pray for the people that might be hurt and just pray for them all and trust Jesus and his grace to help and uh and uh Pray for the, you know, the, the ongoing wisdom of the guys at X29. Hopefully they can figure it out at that top level. If they can't, pray that they own it. Pray that they repent. Pray that there be all sorts of things that, that need to happen. But um, either which way, you know, let's, let's always take an opportunity to look at ourselves 
and to make sure to learn those lessons and have them repeat and and not be the eagle eat them, you know, not be eagle eat them. Uh, That's the big thing. Alrighty. So there we go. Wednesday night. Good hang. Ready to play out? Ready. All right. You ready? A one, a two, a one, two, three, four.